0: Hello, and welcome to Rise and Thrive, the podcast where we learn how to turn our wounds into wisdom so we can embrace more peace and joy in our lives. I'm Erin Warhol, and I'm here with my friend and mentor, Mary Hayes Greco. Great to see you again. Yes, Mary. I You are a great friend and a great mentor because <laughs> you have been teaching me this forgiveness method that you have, and it's really changed my life.
1: And you're one of my favorite students. Oh, thank like, you. You come in with this big
0: <laughs> smile, like bring it, bring, bring it. it. I love yeah. this
1: stuff. I'm going to learn this. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So we've been making our way through the steps for forgiveness, the eight steps to freedom. That is sort of your your uh, method, your process,
1: the, your tool. The main meal. The main meal. In, main meal in my, yeah. In my professional life, in my teaching and uh, counseling life.
0: Yeah. And so you you've taught forgiveness. Uh, for 30 years, you've helped people either in workshops or in, in counseling sessions, and you've gone all over the world helping people learn this Turns stuff. out
1: there's forgiveness issues everywhere <laughs> yeah. around the world.
0: <laughs> That's all funny. the humans,
1: all the humans have them.
0: Yeah, so let's, uh, we're going to talk about step two today, expressing your feelings as they are, but let's review again. What is your definition for forgiveness? How do you define
1: it? Forgiveness is releasing an expectation It's causing us to suffer. It's also the refreshing experience of feeling a stagnant weight of old burden dissolve out of you, and a new, fresh uh, insight and inspiration from your own soul sliding into you. And so, it's
0: powerful. It works. It's it's reliable, and it it, it transforms. lightens you up. It yeah. improves
1: your health. It improves your relationships. It teaches you how to how to to walk lighter and laugh more.
0: Yeah. <laughs> all the That's things good. we like, all the it things is. you want. Yeah. It is. And so so we've been talking about all the parts and pieces that are part of this and we you know we it's not just I will forgive or not I like okay,
1: I forgive you. That yeah. never worked. Never yeah. once worked. Right. You it you start with the intention to forgive. Okay, I will forgive you. But then you need to honor your uh, complex human self and, yeah. and work through the parts and pieces of your difficult story, through all the parts and pieces of you. Right. And come out whole.
0: Okay. So in step two, express feelings as they are. Mm-hmm. Talk about step two. What? Why is this part of your process and why is this important?
1: Because we're suffering because of feelings that were triggered or elicited by a person who has disappointed us or hurt our feelings Mm -hmm. or attacked us or, or something we've lost. And we are filled with, um, an emotion and that, that we're either allowing to process naturally or we're stuffing away and, um, Medicating and trying to shoot out of existence, mm-hmm. um, and so we, we're carrying along some some tears, some yelling, some uh, truths that need to be said out loud, instead of just you know alone in the middle of the night to yourself. Mm-hmm. We need to get some things out of where they're festering inside us and into into the light of day, and honor the way we feel about. Um, certain people and things that have happened. And so we call it telling the emotional truth. Right. Yeah. The emotional truth is different than the mental truth or the spiritual truth.
0: Say say more about that because that might be a little, that might be a new idea for some people.
1: Right. Well, uh, many people deal with somebody in their family who's uh, got an addiction problem, who's an alcoholic or a drug addict or someone who's mentally ill. In their Mm -hmm. family. And you love this person. You see a lot of goodness in them. You remember good times with them. You have hopes for better times with them. You see this person, and you're really trying to have a good attitude. Mm -hmm. But oh, my God, they've done that bad thing one time too many, and you want to kill them. Mm -hmm. You're so mad. You're so upset. You're so hurt. You're so sad. And they may or may not be someone that you can actually bring those feelings to and have them handle it in any kind of a mature way, but you have those feelings. And so uh, you could say out loud in your Al-Anon meeting, well, I know that this is a disease, Mm -hmm. You know, alcoholism is a disease, and he hasn't hit bottom yet. He doesn't. You know, he's got a ways to go yet. I'm just trying to, you know, uh, keep my focus on myself. You're you're doing the right thing mentally, Mm -hmm. but you need to perhaps be yelling a stupid son of a, you know, you need to really get some feelings out. Yeah. Or oh, I'm so heartbroken. I'm heartbroken, and you're sobbing, you're crying because you think this person is dying. They might be, you know. So you can have a mental truth that says, well, you know, they've got a disease. It's not their fault. You can have a spiritual truth that says, I have love for them. I have compassion. But your emotional truth is, you son of a. Oh, you know? Okay, yeah. you son of a. How dare you? I'm how, how dare you trash your life like that? How dare yeah. you neglect your children? How dare you forget our uh, our important uh, appointment with each other? You know, F you. I hate you. I can't stand one more thing uh, from you. I've had it with you. When you hear people saying, I've had it, yeah, I've had it with him, that's when they're ready for a little step two action, you know? Yeah, they, so and, I was
0: just going to say, so step two in context of your eight steps, of your eight steps to freedom, which is part of the forgiveness process, you it's really important to go through step two.
1: Like it's a key let piece Let those of emotions this. out the way they are. And we do it with an empty chair. We don't mm-hmm. do it with the actual person because right. it doesn't usually go very well. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so you could say anything to an empty chair. It's just going to sit there. Yeah. You could say, F you. You could say, I have hate you you can say you broke my heart you can say you idiot you can say i'm 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 so sad you know y- you can say anything and you can cry and you can point your finger and and shout some judgments and character blaming and all sorts of things it's actually not going to take that long it's going to take about 20 minutes probably to get all of that out and you'll feel it it's in your stomach mm-hmm. it's in your heart it's in your throat you feel it as a as a weight in your mm. stomach, your heart, or your throat, and or maybe your head. Maybe you feel a lot of pressure right. in your head. Right. And it's because there's been this buildup of emotions that haven't been spoken and discharge that hasn't happened. So emotional discharge is crying, sweating, laughing, um, shouting, um, uh, shaking. With mm. rage or with fear, this is the body has ways. Just like when you see your dog shake off something that upset them, <laughs> yeah. they shake it off the whole body. The body has ways of releasing things. And when we have grief or hurt, we if if we're healthy, we go right into into tears. They just they right. just start. They start right, right up, and and they flow. And we tell the story. We have to say, I'm so sad because yeah. I was wishing this. This really hurts. Oh, I was so. I feel like, you know, I'm never going to be happy again. I mean, you say emotional things that are not necessarily ultimately true, but you need to say them out. So,
0: Well, and some people don't maybe have a, a way of expressing those. They, they're sort of lodged inside of them, or maybe they've, they've
1: actively tried to or you get away cr- from Or you cry in them. the movies. Maybe yeah. you, you find ways of projecting them out there. Yeah, And you cry in the movies, or you go and you're hel- really helping others who are dealing with some loss or trauma, and you're helping them a lot because you really vibe to that that story. And maybe, yeah. it's, but maybe it's your story. Oh,
0: that's fascinating, Mary. Yeah. So, so a lot of times, you're in in the context of this forgiveness method. You are helping people get at
1: access yes. to those stuck emotions. My job is to sit next to them in front of the empty chair together, and a box of Kleenex at our feet, and the, perhaps a cushion to kick or punch if there's a lot of anger there, and to ha- encourage the person to drop down out of their head, mm-hmm. it's not in your head, drop down into your throat, your heart, your belly, feel where it's tight, and breathe into that space for a minute and see what what picture is in there, what story, what moment. Oh, I remember my mother standing uh, in the doorway, and it was raining that day, and she was looking at me, and she said, something terrible to yeah. you you know and I felt right so I'm encouraging people to start saying you know I feel so sad I am so angry that I hate you or I miss you or to, to speak the language of emotions and usually people in, within a couple minutes they're just going it finds its own flow and yeah. it's just flowing out words and tears and, and stories and pictures and memories flowing out And then it stops. It shifts. It kind of like you empty the pot and you are ready to move on to the next step.
0: Well, and so, but some people are afraid of
1: these strong emotions, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, so... Right. They need they need to come to a workshop and yeah. watch somebody else do it and realize that they, they didn't die.
0: Yeah. They did not, they did not
1: die. Yeah. And nobody else in the room died. And furthermore, wow, they looked amazing. At the end of that 45 minutes, they looked amazing. Yeah. I'm remembering a workshop with a woman and you might even have been there. And it was her first workshop. Uh, and she was from a, a strong religious uh, faith background, and she had tried everything with prayer and, and talking to her minister and whatever about her husband, um, but she had so many stories, so many rage stories inside. And so when I worked with her with the support of the group of people there, she, I, I helped her just Uncork it, yeah. and she said all these hateful things and cried, and she called her husband a loser. And he wasn't in the room; he was talking to an empty chair. "You're a loser. You're hopeless. You know, you you wrecked this. You made me lose my house. You made, you weren't there for me when I had our daughter. You know," she crying, and she described it later. She was so surprised at how each emotion yeah. was like a wave. It, wow, it was like a wave it came up and just uncorked and came out with tears and words, and then a pause and oh and then this thing and a wave of that was a 30-year long marriage there was a lot yeah. of stories and these waves of stories came up all basically about you know in an essence that her husband wasn't there for her mm. in a strong and healthy way he had problems he had severe problems keeping jobs and that's,
0: that's so hard yeah and it i I don't know about i don't know if I was in that workshop but i I remember sometimes I've either been in a workshop or I've done it. I've done the forgiveness work myself, and I've been sort of surprised at how much heat there is mm, around mm-hmm. something that sort of just seemed like a slow simmer. You know, I'm trying to in I think I did a forgiveness uh, piece with a job that I was at. Oh, probably 28 years ago, where it wasn't safe, and the people that run that ran the organization and had some of us there, it wasn't safe. And and one of my colleagues got assaulted by a client at that facility. And I was so angry about it, but I'd also just sort of accepted it, like, mm-hmm. okay, that happened, and you right. got to move on, and all of that. And I didn't realize how much anger I was still harboring. How alive it was inside deep, you. Deep inside deep me inside. until I decided I had to do forgiveness work around it. And um, it came up with... Like it was sort of slow to emerge, but as I started with with your guidance, Mary, um, getting in touch with with how angry I was that that they allowed this unsafe situation how to indignant. continue. How indignant! Yeah, how yeah, I how was outraged. In, yeah, and it was just like I was just screaming, and mm-hmm. um, I didn't know that was in me. I knew that that I might. I might experience like something would remind me of that situation. And maybe I'd get a tightening or a headache and I'd feel, I'd feel funny. I wouldn't feel like myself, mm-hmm. but, um, that always amazed me. And I think, well, how much else is in there? You know? It's like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> what do I got to thaw out?
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. So. What are some of the main concerns that people have when you're teaching this step or working with someone to do this step? I mean, mm. you know, this whole thing about like, am I going to go into my pain and not emerge? <laughs> no, come it? out for three weeks, <laughs> yeah. lose my
1: job? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's this fear that, uh, yeah, there people have concerns about really uh going all the way into their emotional pain about a story that's been haunting them yeah and so uh, we have to make friends with step two yeah and one of the things to know is that emotions aren't wrong Mm-hmm. They're just what they are. They're like weather systems. Only yeah. Like I got kind of stuck. You know, like the yeah. when the hurricane gets stuck over a certain place in the land and it really causes a lot of damage. You're kind of moving your hand over, over your my, belly. Over my belly, yeah. <laughs> it's my like, there it is. is stuck. There's a stuck weather system. Yeah. Um, so emotions aren't wrong. They don't uh, hurt us. The pain is already in there. The hurt was silent. The hurt already mm, happened. The emotional yeah. release is the healing of okay. the hurt. And I I always uh, like to remind people about what it's like to watch a healthy child
0: cry when they've
1: gotten hurt. So you have the healthy child going out on a sunny day and and just skimming down the sidewalk on their bicycle. And a dragonfly comes and bops them in the forehead and they lose their balance and they fall and scrape their skin. Well, they don't sit there. On the sidewalk intellectualizing no they about do not. the dragonfly <laughs> or the bicycle or their skin they fall and they go ah. they go right into the healing mm. okay so the hurt already happened ouch scraped okay. the skin off my knee ouch then the body starts healing through tears wow tears are healing so the child cries 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 what's the next thing a healthy child does where's my mom they, <laughs> they run to mom or yeah. somebody nice they yeah. run for attention yeah this is what we need for emotional healing we need to discharge the pain uh-huh. through tears or, or speaking or shaking or laughing or different ways and then we need to go get attention and tell the story. Mm. I was riding my bike, and it was really fun, and then something hit my forehead, and I got confused, and I fell, and ah! yes. And they point. Yeah. They point to the scraped knee. They don't ignore it. They don't right. stuff it away. They don't say, no, no, I'm good, okay, no, uh, no, this, that, that's all, it's all right. They have I'm, to learn that when they're uh, older. Because, yeah, they, they have to get a lot of training <laughs> and dysfunction to, like, ignore their pain. They point to the pain. And they ask the person to pay attention while they cry and point and tell the story. This is what people do when they go to therapy groups or when they go to 12-step meetings or or any kind of a grief, loss, and support group. You're in a circle, and you're being facilitated to to, uh, tell the story and show the pain and release it in a compassionate space. Mm -hmm. Point to the pain, say why it hurts. And release it in a, a compassionate space. So I tell that story, and people remember. Oh yeah, yeah. You know what, Mary?
0: Mm-hmm. You told that story in the very first workshop I attended, and mm-hmm. the Friday night, and that was what hooked me because it made so much sense to me yeah. that it's like people see it all the time. You can't just try to get away from your emotional hurt. You can't just bury it. No. It's like no, you gotta you gotta face into it and then figure and, out. And
1: and you need to to get attention. Yeah. and you need to discharge it you need okay. to to do the yeah. crying and the pointing and to tell the story and this is why um we have groups this is why we have workshops this yeah. is why we have best friends <laughs> this is why we have, <laughs> we have happy hour you know <laughs> with yeah. some friends ah, yeah. ouch cheer! here's my owie this is what hurts pat 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 you know and someone pays attention and, yeah. and gives them a little encouragement so and then to finish that example uh, you know, the child goes on, they've got a Band-Aid on, and every now and then they look at it and go, oh, wow, oh, wow. Oh. And then the f- daddy comes home, and they, they run to daddy and say, hi, daddy, look, I was running, and I fell, and ah, you know. And they and when they look at it again, the Band-Aid comes off, they look at it and review, yeah. So you're bringing compassion and attention to these emotional stories. So I, I like to tell the simple stories yeah. like that. And... Um, uh, people start making friends with it, and then people need to see a person getting through it. You know, going right. going through this process and having some pretty big feelings for about fifteen minutes or something, and at the end being all shiny.
0: Mm-hmm. and laughing,
1: and having better posture, and a new idea, you know? Yeah, that's you need to great. See, you need to see that this actually really takes you somewhere.
0: Okay, so that that's an example of somebody experiencing pain, a child experiencing pain, kind of as it's happening. In the moment, real time. In the time. moment, yeah. Sometimes emotions are seemingly more mysterious, like something will
1: remind you of something or trigger a person will respond kind of bizarrely to something that is pretty mundane.
0: It's not obvious in that moment where that pain is coming from or what that's all about. But that would be something that you'd want to engage
1: in this forgiveness with, right? Sure. I mean, if you find that a number of times, you are responding with big feelings to something that right. doesn't really call for them, yeah. or is kind of an irrationally emotional, irrationally emotionally colored. So, yeah. for example, um, I remember one time, I I was in at home with my husband, and he had the television control, and he was doing something, and I I got really mad, I got really upset mm-hmm. about how he was you know, controlling the situation with the television control. And I, I didn't normally, you know, make the big deal, but I was just an, really incensed. Mm-hmm. And I felt like he was being rude mm. and disrespectful to me, Aaron, his wife, <laughs> in our living room. How dare I felt he. like he was being rude and disrespectful in how he was, you know, operating our evening with television. And I said, that really upsets me. And he's looking at me, bewildered you know what i'm saying you you always do blah, blah 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 he said well no i was just uh, no but then you do that because you you think that i don't really have an opinion and and oh, and he's gosh. like no but i wasn't and i'm like well yeah and then also i don't think you even really care that i have a need about I, i'm going i'm just going down some strange road yeah you know and he's looking at me like oh dear who was this wild woman in my living room and what happened and i he and he said to me kind of tentatively honey ah uh, i don't i don't think i'm really doing anything to you right now I, I he said i think you see maybe like something's like gotten triggered for you like something i don't think this is about this I don't think this is and I'd be like well you would say that wouldn't you because uh, and I was all like you know huffy and upset and and I sort of stomped out of the room while he was kind of saying uh I love you (laughs) don't mean to be I I, I'm here when you come back anyway I went upstairs and uh, closed the door and immediately felt this wash of hurt uh Oh, what's the word? Dismissed. I felt dismissed and disrespected and hurt and like my needs didn't count mm-hmm. and that I I didn't get a vote and I didn't matter. I had all these big feelings, but then I had some kind of little picture, some kind of memory come up from childhood in a moment with my mom, oh. in some moment of need or, or something in which my harried mom treated me disrespectfully or dismissively or something i can't remember and that it happened a lot
0: mm-hmm. it happened
1: a number of times with her and that i developed this little pot of pain your pot of pain my pot of pain around how uh if i haven't this is it this is the summary of my this particular pot of pain if i have a need i will be uh shamed and refused Mm.
0: That's half. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And, and, and you know, my mom was overwhelmed. Her dad, her husband was drinking. She had eight children. I was the eldest. I wasn't supposed to have any needs yeah. at that point because they <laughs> had babies and toddlers with bigger, fatter needs, you know. So, but so when I brought a need to her, she would kind of whip around and say something very dismissive, or something about how I was being unreasonable or selfish or you know something, and she wouldn't meet the need, and I would feel really hurt and disrespected and like I didn't matter and all of this was in there I'm pointing to my belly again you are yeah, yeah look at, that. Look at there, that
0: there's where that That's old pot right, of pain right used to in be there. yeah
1: <laughs> that pot of pain around my needs and feeling um like I wasn't gonna get my needs met I was gonna yeah. only experience rejection and shame all that came out on a summer evening in living with my husband and the television control so it's amazing you know, I stayed upstairs with the door closed and cried I I Mm. cried a big fat cry. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I cried for half an hour, and then I did the forgiveness steps about my mom's response to me when I had a need. And I came back down and said to my husband, you're right, that that had nothing to do with you. It had nothing to do with now. It's just that I think I was ready to grow. I was ready Uh, to grow in such a way that I'm ready to be more aware of my needs and speak them. And in order to do that, I had to have this little eruption from the deeps, <laughs> from the well, unconscious mind. I love,
0: see, you are a master at forgiveness. You've been doing it. You've been teaching it. You do it for yourself. So you knew enough, oh, I've got this coming up in me. I know. I've got my favorite tool.
1: And I had a reasonable husband that didn't get reactive. Yeah. You know, yeah. give me feedback. Yeah. The feedback was like quizzical, like, ah, uh, I don't understand this doesn't seem like it's really happening
0: now but that Mm. so this is this is the point I want to make here is that we don't have to be so afraid of these emotions even ones that are sort of deep in us that come up yeah
1: if we have been learning to use you know how to work with them work it out Mm -hmm. now someone else might have like run off in the car Mm -hmm. and gone to the bar and and got a little drunk Mm. you know because they were really pissed off and hurt, mm-hmm. you know, so as to feel something different. But if you know that emotions are finite and fluid, and that you need to just go there and let them happen, and then you need to tie it up with a bow by going through the rest of the eight steps, yeah. that you'll be in a new piece of ground in your life. So I I think
0: what you've said in the past, Mary, is that your forgiveness method, your, your eight steps to freedom, is really different from other people's in that you do fully address the emotional truth, right? right? That's, yeah. And that's a key piece to all of this. Key
1: piece, yeah. yeah. It's a holistic method, and there okay. are... I think last count there was 20, 26 methods of forgiveness out there. And some of them have, well, they all have the will piece, yeah. step one. but And some of them have the emotional piece, but most of them don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, few of them have the energy piece or the boundaries piece. There's, so it's got all the pieces that you need. And step two is, is one to especially uh, make friends with because yeah. you can do it out of the moment in a situation that is actually kind of a real insult or you can do it right. out of the moment in a situation that's just triggered something older., okay, an older good. insult that needs to, to heal.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's excellent. Okay, so that's been a great exploration of step two, Express feelings as they are. And in our next episode, we're going to move
1: on to step three, which is release your expectation. Okay, so that's coming Shift next. your expectation to a preference and let it go.
0: Okay, that's great. I, I love all these different parts and pieces, and I love exploring why they're important and what, what they bring to this whole process. So that's great. Okay, well, we're going to leave it right there. If you would like to send us an email and tell us about what emotional truth you have found your way through, <laughs> you can send it, I guess, <laughs> to Aaron at com or Mary at com. You can find... Find us on the website at riseandthriveshow.com. and I would just like to invite you that if you like what you're hearing in these podcasts, and you want to go rate or review our podcast on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, please do that. That helps other people find this show and it helps other people discover what what we're here mm-hmm.
1: offering. So, and the next time a friend of yours is looking at you with a trembling lip, and yeah, trying not to, trying hard not to cry. Look back at them with your heart in your eyes, and tell them to breathe and have a few minutes of crying on you. Nice. Just, just, just go there. Just breathe and go there for a few minutes. It won't kill us. Great. You know, that's great. Thanks so much to
0: Daniel Zamzow, our sound engineer, and for the Rise and Thrive podcast. I'm Erin
1: Warhol, and I'm Mary Hayes Greco.